This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about cultivating intimacy, sensuality during the holidays. Now, I know that this can be a really tricky, struggling, heightened time of year for many people. This may or may not be you, but hopefully some of the suggestions I'm going to make in a little bit will be helpful. They'll be certainly be helpful if you're having a tricky time of it, and they may be helpful if you're not. <laughs> so whether you're in a relationship or not, whether you have family or not, whatever your situation is, the holidays, you know, they heighten feelings and emotions. There's a lot of expectations out there. There's a lot of, you know, things in pop songs and ads and films around this time that are kind of showing us some made up version of happy families. And if that's not what we have, and let's face it, most of us don't in some way or other, then, you know, it can be hard. It can be hard to have all that buzzing around. And on top of that, we tend to be out of our normal routine. We may be doing a little less work or more work, depending on your situation. You might be seeing more people than usual this time of year or less people. You might be on a different work schedule. You might be having visitors to your house or being a visitor to lots of other people's houses or going to more social events than usual. Certainly this time of year can bring up feelings of sadness or loss around family members or loved ones that are no longer with us. And I think even if you are amongst lots of people at this time of year, it can bring up feelings of loneliness, disconnection, that kind of thing. And so if you are feeling any of the above or anything you know similar, if you are feeling a bit topsy-turvy, extra hungry for intimacy, touch, connection, sensuality, those sorts of things, then this podcast episode is for you. Now, I could have made this a very long episode and gone into detail about many, many things, but I decided that that wouldn't really be helpful, that I wanted to just offer some practical more or less easy to access options for cultivating intimacy, sensuality, connection at this time of year. And before we go into my suggestions for that, as I was feeling into that and what would be helpful, what did I want to say? What was I really looking to share? It occurred to me that any of the suggestions that I wanted to make were secondary to self-care at this time, you know, to having a foundation of self-care. And yeah, that's true most of the time, but I think even more so in the kind of deep dark of winter and the holiday shenanigans going on around us, shall we say. And I think certainly in my past, I used to kind of switch onto autopilot in terms of self-care 
I used to kind of give myself a hall pass for the holidays. And that's fine. You know, if that works for you and it doesn't have any strong repercussions and it's what you want to do, by all means, go for it. My way isn't, or what I'm about to share isn't better. It's just what I have found over the years works really well for me and for many of my clients. And that is to not go on to autopilot in terms of self-care. So to just become conscious and aware and mindful of things like foundational things, like are you getting enough sleep and rest? Are you getting enough movement or exercise? I certainly spent one Christmas where I don't even think I went outside for two weeks and I got really depressed. And all I needed to do was really just go for a walk and that changed everything. Seems simple, but well, it did. That's that's what I needed at the time. And that got not just my body moving, but it got my creativity moving. It got my kind of sticky, stuck feelings moving. It, it helped tremendously. So yeah, are you getting enough sleep and rest? Are you getting enough movement and exercise? Are you being mindful about what you eat in terms of not causing yourself any harm with your food? Same to go with drinking. Are you being mindful about your drinking? And any other aspect of self-care that you particularly need to hold you in place. For example, for me, I have to make sure I take my supplements every day and I continue doing that during the holidays. Just that framework of self-care, how are you doing with it? Are you managing it? Do you need to tighten it up or tweak it a bit? Just bringing your awareness back to that. Because without that foundation of feeling good in our bodies, looking after ourselves and you know, getting enough sleep, all the rest of it just falls away. So make sure you are paying attention to that foundation and not switching over to autopilot for the holidays. Another part of this foundational stuff is making sure that you are making more time to nurture yourself. So you might already have a list of things that you do that nurture you. Some things that come to mind now would be things like, I said before, going for a walk in the crisp December air, meditating, definitely some sort of conscious self-touch or conscious self-pleasuring, making love with yourself in any way that feels really good, reading stuff that lifts you up, dancing to music or just listening to music that lifts you up or helps you feel your feelings or anything really. What are the things that you do that nurture you throughout the rest of the year that maybe sometimes falls away during the holidays that you need to bring your mind back to. And even if it's just five minutes, if you're really busy and you only have five minutes, it might be just taking three conscious breaths in the shower or on the loo. I mean, anything, just finding a moment that is for you, getting grounded, nurturing yourself. Then you can move on to figuring out ways to cultivate more intimacy and connection and sensuality over the holiday days. So I have a few suggestions for you. I could have made this a really long podcast, as I said before, and offered loads of suggestions, but I want to just plant a few seeds for you, give you the idea of what I'm suggesting. Uh, hope that some of these are helpful and hope that it also inspires you to think of your own. So in terms of cultivating intimacy, first, I want to talk about what do I mean by intimacy? And I actually uh, have a pretty broad definition of it generally, but definitely in terms of what we're talking about in this podcast. So I'm talking about intimate, that feeling of being intimate with life, 
with this moment, with your breath, with anything that kind of brings your attention and awareness into this present moment that is intimate. Now, that could be erotic, sexual, sensual intimacy, and you can have that with yourself and you can have that with another person or people. But I want to focus on the things that you have the most control of first, and that is the intimacy that you can look for and nurture and cultivate yourself without needing somebody else to take part. And so the first one I want to talk about is enjoying your food in a really present way, being very intimate with your food. So closing your eyes and allowing the flavors and textures, even the temperature and the aroma of the food to flirt and dance and make love with your senses, with your lips, your teeth, your tongue, chewing slowly and sensually and being aware of it all right there in your mouth in that moment. And I'm going to tell you a story. I can't remember if I've told this before on the podcast, so bear with me if I have. Many years ago, I was attending a Tantra workshop somewhere in the West Country. And the center that we were in had a beautiful veranda that we could eat our meals on that was overlooking the moors. And it was just stunning, really beautiful greenery and trees and plants, just as far as the eye could see. And I'd been there a few days already. We'd been doing a lot of exercises and practices to kind of open us up. And this particular morning, I went and got a bowl of granola or muesli or whatever it was that I was eating at the time. And I went, took myself out into the veranda and innocently put a spoonful of cereal in my mouth and instantly something happened. And I'll try to describe it for you. You're just going to have to believe me here. I put the cereal in my mouth, looking over this beautiful view. It was like my mouth started to feel alive, vibrant pulsing, sexual, sensual. And I became aware of all this very subtle textures and flavors. I was aware of the cold milk that was contrasting the crunchiness of some of the granola and the various flavors, some sweet, there was some salt, there was some fruit bits in there. And it was like there was this amazing sensual orgy in my mouth. And I don't know how long I sat there. I know that people were walking past me, looking at me like, what is in her cereal? What is going on with her? What has happened? I was in reverie. I was absolutely, and, and I wasn't even chewing. I was just holding this bite of food in my mouth and having this whole experience. It probably only lasted a few seconds. I doubt it lasted as long as a minute, but it felt like lifetimes. It was so intense and beautiful and exquisite. I wish something like that for you too. Something where just taking a moment to be present with your food offers you an intimate moment with flavors and textures and temperature and all the various things that food is when it's in your mouth. I have not repeated that exactly as it was, but the memory of it is very real. It makes my mouth water when I talk about it. And if I get really present with my food now, I still have a deeper, more intimate experience of it than when I eat in a hurry or I'm not paying attention. So even if you just slow down and really taste the flavors of your food, that is an intimate moment. Another way to use your senses to cultivate intimacy for example, is to pay close attention to the sounds that are around you as if they were your very own private symphony of life. 
Now, it takes a bit of practice to do this when there are sounds that we don't like or don't prefer, whether that's the squeaking of the radiator or some shouting next door or whatever it is. But even if just for a few moments, you can just listen the sounds that are present. It might be sounds that you like, like the crunching of leaves under your feet, crackling of a fire, or it might be the arguing of relatives in the other room. But if you can just allow it, whatever it is, instead of wishing it were different, it can bring you moments of peace and intimacy. And I like to do it a bit from the experience or point of view of the witness. And so, you know, there's the, there's the Rebecca Lowry personality and who I think I am and how I exist in the world. And then there is the part of me and the part of you that bears witness to that. So if I can move into the witness part of me and listen or use any of your senses as the witness, then you're just in this glorious moment of spirit experiencing being human, experiencing the sounds or the flavors or the sights that are around you. And they don't have to be ones that you prefer, but if you are present with them, you become very intimate with them. And there's a glorious feeling. I want to come in and talk a little bit about physical intimacy. And the thing with physical intimacy is that there's a lot that you can do for yourself. And then there's a lot that you can't control because maybe you don't have a person to be intimate with, or maybe you do have a person to be intimate with, but they don't want to be intimate, or maybe don't want to be intimate right now or in the same ways. And so I want us to focus on what is within your control. So that might be something like asking friends or loved ones, if you can give them a hug or receive a hug from them or hold them or be held by them or any kind of physical attention, whether that's, you know, massaging or stroking or just cuddling up and watching a film or any kind of physical intimacy that you long for or desire, asking someone that feels safe to ask if they could uh, provide that for you or be a part of that with you. If there isn't a person or persons that you feel safe to, how can you do that for yourself? Certainly one way I love myself is, especially this time of year, is to get a particularly deliciously soft microfiber blanket that I love and wrap myself up in it, sometimes quite tightly, sometimes not as tight, and allowing the blanket to hug you and touch your skin and be up close with you and sensual with you. Uh, I know it's not the same as a person, but you don't have to, it doesn't have to be feast or famine, you know, it doesn't have to be, I've got someone here who's willing to do exactly precisely what I want to do or nothing. No, my invitation to you is to look for ways that will nurture you. It's like, don't be, if I can't have a gourmet meal, I'm going to eat nothing. Take a snack if that's all you've got, you know? Snacks are great. We love snacks and we love sensual snacks and erotic snacks and intimate snacks. So I often actually encourage some of my clients to get some sort of teddy bear and cuddle up with a teddy bear because your body chemistry doesn't know the difference. If you're cuddling a teddy bear or a person, it will still kick out some really great endorphins, other good chemicals that will help you feel as if you were being cuddled and touched and hugged. So blankets this time of year and teddy bears are great. As well as all of that, 
What about exploring your own body sensually, either with or without some sort of oil? It could be a glorious, long, luxurious ritual that you do somewhere comfortable in your home. It could be something a little bit quicker than that. If you have people waiting on you, that could be done in the shower or the bath, but one where you just take a few minutes to either stroke your body or hold your body if you need something a bit more holding than stroking and be there with yourself with that. Take those moments, be intimate with yourself. It's a really beautiful practice, really deeply nourishing if you allow it to be. Allow yourself to feel nourished and touched and intimate, I guess is the word, (laughs) with yourself. Another way would be water. So allowing the water from your shower or your bath to be like your lover's hands moving around your body or wrapping itself around you. There's always a way if you're willing to use your imagination, be creative and move beyond that which you think it has to be into what else might be possible. And you could also, you know, see someone like me. I mean, I am working parts of the holiday, not all of it, but, you know, go for a massage, get some body work done, see a sexuality, intimacy or sensuality practitioner or dominatrix, if that's your thing. But there are ways to get hugs and cuddles and touch. If you don't have somebody nearby, there's ways to go and find it anyway. And listen, if all else fails, if none of the above works for you and you're really struggling and you're really longing for and hungry for some intimacy, see if you can bear witness to whatever is in front of you without judgment or without preference. The magical, mysterious thing that we call life is always unfolding in an imperfectly perfect way in front of you in each moment. Not always in the ways you'd prefer, but it's still life. It's still unfolding. It's still bringing you its gifts. This moment is precious. You are precious. See if you can just sit with that, being intimate with life itself. Take a moment just now to do that. It feels delicious to me just feeling, just being present with this moment, noticing my breath, feeling one side of my body is a little bit warmer than the other side, noticing there's a breeze coming in from somewhere, noticing the sounds that are occurring outside. And that is imperfectly perfect just as it is. My loves, this time of year can be a bit rocky, shaky, feel a bit unsteady, unstabilizing. Is that a word? Destabilizing? Whatever the word is. Please take good care of yourself on every level, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, sexual. Don't cut out the sensual, intimate, erotic parts. Include them. Make love with yourself. Make love with the present moment. Make love with each of your senses. I'm always here for you as well. Wishing you a smooth, erotic, sensual holiday period. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below, wherever you are listening.